Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Well, hello, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 89 of the People Powered Business Podcast. How are you? I'm having a great day. Uh, it's sunny shining at the time of recording this and uh, looking forward um, to the rest of the week and the weekend ahead. So I hope you're also doing brilliantly this week as well. Thanks for joining me here on this week's episode of the podcast. Today is a nice short and sharp episode where I want to share with you three things that you could do right now, not only could do right now, but I think you should do right now to set your team and ultimately your business up for success in 2022. I can't believe we are nearly at the end of the year and what a year it's been, right? It's been tumultuous for many of you. Some of you have been busier than ever. Others have been in lockdown and not even able to open your doors However, this year has been for you, the experience that you've had, it certainly has been a roller coaster of a year. And quite often, as we hurtle towards December, we as entrepreneurs and business owners can get pretty tired, especially when we've been put through the ringer through the year with whatever's been going on. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the tiredness and I'm noticing it in the people that I'm dealing with that are just ready for a break. And it can be so tempting when we feel like that to just try and cruise out the rest of the year, you know, just holding on our fingernails to get to that elusive Christmas break. I don't know whether you've ever felt like that or whether you're feeling like that right now, but it's a tough feeling, that feeling of just needing to keep going despite the exhaustion. And so, as I said, we can get in that that thought process of we'll just get what we need to get done before Christmas, we'll have a break, and we'll worry about everything else in the new year. But here's the thing. This time of year is a time of opportunity. And it's a time of opportunity that most business owners and most managers and leaders will waste because they're tired, because they're over it themselves, and because they just want to get the year over with. But I don't want that to be you. I want you to take the opportunity that exists right now and do some really simple things. Everything I'm going to share with you today, there are three super simple things you can do that I am certain, I know for a fact, are going to make all the difference to how your new year starts in your business. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll recall two episodes ago on episode number 87, we talked about this phenomenon known as the great resignation. Sounds all very dramatic. And we spoke about what it was and why it's existing and a whole range of things around it. And because we are experiencing, whether or not you want to call it the great resignation, but we're experiencing this flux of change in our workplaces this year, this end of year opportunity to set your team up for success next year is, in my opinion, more important than it 
ever has been before. And in fact, the businesses that do this will, I don't want to say win, I don't like winning and losing in business terms, but will reap the rewards when the new year comes around. So you can listen to episode 87 if you want a full recap of The Great Resignation, but let me just give you the cliff notes, the abbreviated information that you might need. So The Great Resignation is effectively a phenomenon that we're seeing play out overseas currently where employees are in in bulk leaving their jobs. Now, some of them are leaving to change to another job, which is pretty normal. That happens. But we're talking massive increases in the rate in that happening. And increases in the rate of people actually opting out of their current career path, opting out of potentially full-time employment, opting out of what they're doing right now in lieu of something different, something better, something more aligned to their values. And it might mean not working at all. It might mean rethinking how as a household they're operating and what they actually need and what's important to them. And two big corporate salaries may not be it anymore. So we're seeing this play out. The United States have been seeing it in full force for many months. And the experts locally are predicting that we are going to see it in Australia in March 2022. They're calling it March Madness. Everyone loves a term for something, don't they? Just like to name something. But here's what I can tell you. This is on the ground, real-time advice. The roles that I've been assisting businesses hire for since we started opening up, and I want to use that term loosely because every state and territory has had a slightly different experience, but across the eastern seaboard, what I've seen happen ever since the restrictions started easing is that the applicant pool has run dry. The stats out from Seek just in the last week actually tell us that job ads are up by something like extraordinary, 63% on this time last year, and I think it's close to 50% on the year before at this time. So massive increase in people looking for employees. But the applicant pool, the number of people actually looking for work, has shrunk. And we know that the research coming out of Gartner, who's a very, very well-respected research firm, they're telling us that three in five Australian workers are looking to change jobs in the next 12 months. So my personal prediction, my on-the-ground radar, intuition, 20 years of experience tells me this ain't happening in March, people. This is happening now. And I think January is going to be the big time of change. So if you want to listen in a bit more detail about all of that, head over to episode 87. Now, there are a load of reasons that this is happening. This is partly because January is always a big time for change. So it's totally normal, right? But We can't mistake the fact that every major event like a pandemic in the world has always restructured, reorganized, revolutionized the way that we work. It's happened every single time. Now, we've had a long time between things like a pandemic, so we don't know this. We haven't lived this history before, but history tells us this is what's happened. This pandemic is no different. It will revolutionize the way we work. Think back to January 2020. If someone said to you, every Australian worker that works in an office will be working from home remotely for the next six months, 12 months, 18 months, depending on where they were located, would you have believed them? Not a chance. I wouldn't have believed them. I knew that employees were wanting that kind of flexibility and were asking and begging for it. And I also knew that businesses on the whole were resisting big time. 
So from that sense, the pandemic has already changed the way many of us work. But it's going to change more than just how we do the things we do. It's going to change people's focus. It's going to change the things that people decide are important in their lives. No longer is chasing the next step, the next thing in the salary range, in the career progression, in the organization's ladder. That's not going to be as important to people anymore. And again, in very recent data that I read just before jumping on this podcast recording, the number of additional hours Australian employees worked throughout the pandemic is astronomical. So we're dealing with burnout and exhaustion. If we're feeling it, it's quite likely our team are also feeling it too. And that's okay, but we've got to realize we're coming into a new world of work where the status quo, what we did before, is not going to be what we do moving forward. And employees are not going to stand for it. They're going to be more ready than ever to tell us what they really, really want. And I'm not going to sing Spice Girls for you. It popped into my head the second it came out of my mouth. So what can you do to avoid Armageddon in your business with some kind of mass walkout? Look, I don't think anyone's going to have mass walkout, but you are going to see change. But, but here's the thing. You can do some really simple things now that are not only going to tell you if you've got red flags and flight risks, but that are going to set your team up for success engage them in what next year looks like and reduce the risk for your business in experiencing this fallout. So I'm going to share with you three really simple things. They're going to be, we're going to go into detail, but let's start. The first one is to getting clear about your future vision. The second one is having one-on-one conversations with your team. And the third one is reward, recognize, and celebrate. Now, none of that's hard. Okay, that's the good news. But this, I'm certain, will be super impactful in helping set things up for next year for you. So the first thing I want you to do right now, before the Christmas break, before December, you can, it's only a week or so left, but right now, you as the owner, the entrepreneur, the leader of the business, must get clear about your future vision. For the next 12 months, this doesn't have to be a five-year plan. Some of you, that will be the case. But what you really need to get clear on is what does the next 12 months look like? What are we going for? What are our goals? What, you know, what do we want to achieve as a business? Because until you're clear on that yourself, you can't communicate it with your team. And this is something I truly believe you want to be doing now and not in January. We must remember that the employment relationship between ourselves and our employees is not just a documented contract. It's a psychological contract. People are committed to a level, and and this will be varied, to your organization, to fulfilling their role in your organization. Our goal, our objective, our KPI is to increase that engagement. It's fundamental to having a high-performing team. And what do our our team want to know from us? They want to know what the future holds and they want to be able to get excited about what the future holds. Now, many of you will plan to do this in January and I'm going to tell you that you still should do it in January, but I want you to start the process now, not only about getting clear, but about communicating it with the team. That doesn't mean having a big planning day or going to any huge effort. Worry about that next year. But for now, I want you to start getting the team excited about what next year looks like. 
It might be about filtering this into team meetings, about starting to seed projects, about starting to put planning in place for who's going to be working on what project. But it's imperative that your team go off on the Christmas break excited to return to work. They might be tired. They might be burnt out. They might be ready for a break. But they also need to be looking forward to returning in January. And if they've got no clue what next year looks like in the business, they're walking in blind. So they're not going to be excited about it. They're going to be possibly uncertain. Possibly it will lead them to reconsidering things over their break. So getting clear on that vision now and articulating it and communicating it with the team is one way to future seed the vision and to future seed that commitment and that engagement to their involvement in getting into that vision. So that's the first thing. And that should not be difficult for many of you. Now, if you're like me and planning, you know, I I can get so caught up in the 85,000 emails that I get a day and the requests from all different people about all different things that I find it personally really difficult to do any strategizing and planning and, you know, that deep work that you need to do when you run a business. Whilst I'm doing those things, I have to create space for that. And that is really hard to do, especially at this time of year. So if that's you and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. I need to do this over Christmas. It doesn't have to be the whole shebang. One core thing will do something for them to tie into. So that's number one, get clear about the future vision for the business over the next 12 months and talk to your team about it. Get them excited. Number two is to have one-on-one conversations with your team before the Christmas break. Now, I would try and do this with at least a week or two's buffer heading into the Christmas break in case anything comes up that you might need to workshop. But I'm talking about one-on-one conversations, and these one-on-one conversations are not performance reviews. They're not a discussion about workflow or projects. These are discussions with individuals about what they want for themselves, personally, professionally, in the next 12 months. Because if you don't know the answer to that, and don't assume that you know unless you've asked, then it's going to be very difficult to improve engagement and to improve retention. You need to know where their head is at. What are they most looking forward to? What do they want to do next? What are they hoping things will look like for them at the end of 2022? Now, to have these conversations and for them to be effective, you've got to create an environment where the employee feels safe to talk, where there is no right or wrong answer, where you are genuinely, genuinely curious about what they want. And where you get on board with what they want, even if it's in that moment, not really what you wanted to hear, (laughs) because they need that support and they need to know that they can tell you that and you're not going to lose your tiny mind (laughs) because we need our team to be transparent and honest with us right now more than ever before. If someone is considering making a move, we need to know about it. Firstly, so that possibly we can put a stop to it. We can try and work something out that would mean that they didn't want to move but also so that we can start to prepare and have a contingency plan in place. So I want you to have one-on-one conversations with your team that are purely asking the question, if I could wave a magic wand for you, what would the next 12 months look like? What would you like to be doing? Now, of course, you may not be able to do it all, but at least if you've got a clue, at least if you know what what would really fill them up and make them super happy, 
you've got a chance, right? Now, bonus points for you if you can find a way to align what your employee wants in the next 12 months with your business goals, the 12-monthly vision you've shared with the team, and the projects that you've got on the boil. If you can find a way to marry those two things together, gold star for you, (laughs) and you are almost certain to have that employee stay and to be highly engaged with your team. That is the secret source that you want to be aiming for. But if you don't have the conversations and if you're not clear about your vision, you've got no chance. So that's number two. Have one-on-one conversations with all of your team. And number three is really simple. Reward, recognize, and celebrate. Whether it's been a frantically busy year and it's been all hands on deck and everyone's worked super hard, or whether it's been an incredibly tough year where you've had to put staff on stand down because you couldn't open your doors because the government told you you couldn't, or it's just been a year of this wasn't exactly what we planned. It doesn't matter what the year's been. This is the time to recognize, reward, and celebrate. Celebrate the fact you got through the year, the fact that you're still a team. Celebrate the fact that we're back on board and we're ready to go for a new year. I was just at a hairdresser's recently and they were so pumped to finally have a salon full of customers. The vibe was great. And, you know, they shared with me it had been really tough on them not being able to see each other as work colleagues, of course, but, you know, they got into this industry because they love what they do and, and it had been really, really tough for them. And even when they could first reopen in New South Wales, they could only have five people in at once and it was, they said it was all very eerie and strange. So whether that's been you, this is the time to celebrate where we are right now. Now, for some of you, that may mean Christmas celebrations and that's a whole other episode in itself. Um, but really, this is about recognizing and rewarding Letting your employees know that they're seen, they're appreciated. This doesn't have to be hugely expensive. It has to be more about the actions you take, the words you use, and the sincerity of the sentiment. To say, I really appreciate that this has been a tough year and that you've stuck with us. I know that wasn't an easy decision. I want to thank you for stepping up when we would have really struggled if you hadn't been able to do that. I want to acknowledge you for juggling homeschooling and your work. I can't imagine how difficult it would have been. If you've got employees who have been homeschooling, so Sydney and Melbourne, I'm talking to you, and they have been homeschooling primary school-aged children and producing top-quality work, they deserve a medal. (laughs) I cannot be clear. I've got one still in primary school, and she's at the older end of primary school, and it was not easy. I cannot imagine having a kindergarten year one, year two child trying to navigate them through homeschooling because I ain't a teacher and also produce top quality work. So just recognize that. I know it feels like we just want to put the past behind us because it was not fun for anyone, but this is the time where you want your team going on that Christmas break, feeling valued, feeling seen feeling like their contribution to the business matters. It doesn't have to be bells and whistles and fireworks or expensive, but reward and recognize and celebrate. So there are three things that I think any business can and should be doing before the Christmas break 
to really set things up for a great start to 2022. You don't want anyone coming back next year uncertain what the future looks like, tired, exhausted, feeling unappreciated, unvalued. You want people coming back with momentum, ready to hit the ground running. You don't want to spend the first few weeks of the new year getting everything set up and setting up the vision and setting up what we're doing and looking at goals and objectives. Imagine, imagine walking in to the office or logging in from home, which you may still be doing, on day one back sometime in January and knowing this is where we're going. We don't need to think about it. We've already done that part. You're setting it up for success. You're setting it up for people not going away on Christmas break, considering moving for wondering what the future holds for them because you've had those discussions. So the three things, get clear about your future vision for the next 12 months and communicate it with your team. Have one-on-one conversations with each of your employees and get really curious about what they want in the next 12 months. And if you can align number one and number two, and you are cooking with gas. And number three, reward, recognize, and celebrate. And don't forget to celebrate you as well. Celebrate your team, but celebrate the year that you've had and what you've managed to get through this year. Because we, as business owners, also need to refill our cups at this time of year as well. So three simple things. Go ahead and do them. Make sure you do them before the Christmas break. It will pay off dividends, I promise you. I hope that's been really useful for you today. We will be talking more about this as it unfolds, the whole great resignation thing. So stay tuned for more on that. In the meantime, though, if you would love to connect with other business owners who are growing their teams and chat about all things HR and business, I'd love for you to join us over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. I'll pop the link in today's show notes, which you'll be able to find over at peoplepoweredbusiness.com episode number 89. But if you just head over to Facebook and search groups and you search HR support for Australian businesses, you will find us there. So I'd love to welcome you. That's it for me for this week on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a fabulous week and I'll be back again with you next week.